If oh. your name is Tony Casillas <laughs> And your name is Sean Riley We're recording the thoughtless Experiments That was our cover of the Pina Colada song You're welcome ladies and gentlemen It, w- it's, it will be on Spotify <laughs> Please stop Please Please How's it going, John? Uh, it's good. It's good. A little tired. Why are you tired? Uh, you know, life. Life. What's what's tiring tra- about I life? Tra- I was traveling. If I don't get a lot, of, I just stay up late. I was staying up really late last night. Doing what? I was watching. I was watching um, these videos. <laughs> I was watching these videos about uh, um, people who go into police stations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With video cameras. And they, um, this guy, he goes into police stations and sits there and records silently and waits for a police officer to come up and say, hey, can I help you? Mm-hmm. And then he goes, have you heard of the First Amendment? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And the police officer goes, do you have business here? And he goes, yeah, I have business. It's called the freedom of press. Jeez. <laughs> And then he sees if the cop pulls out a gun and tries to shoot him in the face. How many videos of that did you watch? I've well, I watched I watched like ten yesterday. They're addic- They're addictive, dude. I they're w- really addictive. I wish I wish you were more into like just like weird hardcore <laughs> pornography, like you know, like fucking like food stuff, than watching that. Ugh. That just sounds miserable. That's it's awesome. It's the awesome. The videos are awesome, dude. I saw a, I saw pit. I saw a picture of the guy and it's just a guy it's like fucking 2 in the afternoon and he's wearing like a three piece suit going to these like police stations like he's being an asshole he's just trolling Yeah, cops. he's being an asshole but he's standing up for our rights. Okay. So that's why you're tired today? Yeah. <laughs> so if we have a bad episode today, what's because you had it's to watch the Constitution? <laughs> it's because of the freedom of speech. Because you had to watch this guy just go up to cops who were just like not even doing anything bad at the time, just sitting in their office, just going, "Have you heard of the First Amendment?" <laughs> yeah, they're on the they'll be on the computer, or he'll go into city halls and he'll film like the secretary or like the mayor. That is creepy. No, it's not. Okay. Sean, if you were working at City Hall uh-huh. and then someone in a three-piece suit just sat across from you and then slowly just went. <laughs> okay, when you look at me like that, it's creepy. That's probably how he's looking at someone. And then they're like, sir, can we help you? And you're like, have you heard of the First Amendment? <laughs> Dude, it's, cre- it's creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It's not creepy. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? It's but the whole that's the whole point is like you you we you don't our we have been trained yeah. culturally to think that it's weird to film in public it is weird i but hate but you're being filmed all the time yeah if you go into city hall they have video cameras which is he, yeah and okay. you can get anyone can, act, can request access to that footage can they yes it's it's public information all that security footage you can request Via a FOIA request. What's a FOIA request? It's a Freedom of Information Act. So I could, you file a if form, I go to Seven Eleven, I could go come up with a FOIA paper and be like, "Not Seven Eleven. That's a private business." But anywhere where you're in, you know, public. Well, built. when I'm in Seven Eleven, it doesn't feel private. It feels like my home. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in Seven Eleven, I that's the only place I feel like home. Inside of a Seven no. Eleven, next to the slushy machine. <laughs> 
Ik denk alleen een buffalo chicken wrap. Schrijf. Ik ben een buffalo chicken wrap. Ik ben een buffalo chicken wrap. The constitution isn't funny. I don't know why you're laughing. It's not a joke. <laughs> like, the constitution is pretty funny. But no, you, anyway. So, that's what I was doing. <laughs> that's what I was doing. Yeah. It's, it's, I've, I've, I don't know. I've watched weird videos on YouTube, like just long, just long. I, just you watch like sports documentaries. Oh yeah, you you were I'm, watching some documentary about A Rod, right? I mean, yeah. How I didn't know he was that. I knew A Rod was like a hated player. I didn't know he was like that hated. I I didn't know that. I like, thought Barry Bonds was the steroid guy. Yeah, Barry, but but Barry. So Barry Bonds is a steroid guy, and it like affected his legacy, the steroids. But like apparently Barry was like a good teammate yeah. and a good guy. Like A Rod was apparently like just like a like a piece of, like a piece of shit. They said apparently in his house he would just have video of his highlights playing constantly. That's badass. Is that's, it, dude? You're fucking A Rod. Yeah, that's cool. That's I would like do if, that. No, but that's like if someone came over to our house and we had our like top podcast clips just playing on the TV. Like that's not. I was going to set that up and surprise you. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, let's see. Just watch 60 Minutes. And once again, it's absolutely zero proof. A-Rod cheated. Witch hunt. <laughs> A-Rod. Here's some people reacting to the documentary uh, on Twitter. It's, it, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. I Did you, I watched a really cool documentary uh, about Matt Titeo. Who's did you that? ever hear about this story? No, who's that? So Matt Titeo was a, uh, he was from Hawaii. Yeah. And he, he was a really, gr- like a really good lineman coming out of high school. God, uh, he went to Notre Dame mm-hmm. and like he changed the program. And uh, during the time in Notre Dame, he like met a girl online. And this was like when Facebook was first starting, you know, popping off. And he met a girl online. They started dating like long distance. They had never met. They started dating. He's a pro football player. Mm-hmm. And then going into his senior year, his grandma died. And then the same day, his girlfriend died. But the crazy thing is, Sean, the girlfriend never existed. What? It was a man. The girlfriend was a man who, like, hacked someone's Facebook, like, stole all the pictures from this girl's Facebook profile and would just talk to guys because... uh She's trans now, but at the time was just gay, like thought was gay. So she would just make a, a female, like an attractive female's profile yeah, and just talk to guys. And her and Matt Tateo got along really well. And then she, he kept on asking like, hey, you should come to Notre Dame, come to my football game. Hey, there's this event, come hang out, you know? Yeah. And she would always have to, or he would always have to make up an excuse being like, oh, I can't, you know, because it's a guy. And Matt Tateo would be like that. You know, that's not your picture. Uh-huh. So uh, he called him once as like using his normal voice, playing as the brother and go and went like, oh, yeah, she died in a car accident. And then for a year, Matt Titeo played and he was like the st- he was like the starlet of the NCAA. Where they're like he he played even though his his grandma died and his girlfriend died. Right. And uh, he almost won the Heisman. He had a great year. And then the week. The night of the Heisman, he gets a picture of that girl, and it says, I'm still alive. What the fuck? So now he's just like, what the fuck is going on? 
So he like tells his parents. He doesn't know what to say to the media. You know what I mean? He goes to the school, but goes like, "Hey, this is what's going on." Like he's like a really like just a he, nice dude. Like a like like they said, just like a wholesome guy. Loves football. Very religious, right? And um, cause the uh, the girl she 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 missed him, so she she, uh, she got a picture of the the girl. That she was posing as said, "Hey, this is for my friend. He he's sick. Could you just write your name and go stay alive, da da da, and send it to Matai Teo?" And then, uh, it came out that his girlfriend was never real, and his career just like plummeted. Like people thought he was like gay. People thought Matai Teo was a liar. He was supposed to go like top five in the draft. He dropped to the second round of the draft. She lost millions of dollars. And you know, I was I was gonna say that, that that's her now. Yeah, that's her now. <laughs> that's the one that catfished him. And dude, she used voices. She would call on the phone, and she sounded like a girl. Like she could fucking change her voice. She played like four or five different characters when talking to Matt Titeo. She'd be like, "Oh, Matt, you should say hi to my brother." And then she would like pretend to pass the phone off and be like, "Hey, Matt, how's it going?" Like crazy shit. I mean, they should find this girl and cast her in, like, a film. No, she's, like, nuts, dude. They did. It's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's but, like, right a real, like, it sounds like she's a really good character actor. Yeah. A really talented character actor. But, like... Let's, let's, get her in, let's get her in Marvel. But, yeah, this is considered, like, the first catfish. And it's crazy, dude. Matt Titeo was, like, a guy people, like, rallied behind. And then, like, after this, people were, like, calling him, like... Uh, like gay, a liar. He's like a piece of shit. Just like fucking the worst names. Right, right. And then, and this is a uh, what was it? The craziest thing is, uh, yeah, like he lost millions of dollars because he went in the second round instead of the first round. And Jesus. he said, anytime in the pros when he played, he's like, I was the most comfortable on the football field. And every time he played, he said, like, anxiety would just riddle him. Like, he went, this girl took away, like, the comfortability on the football field. And what pissed me off was the girl, or, yeah, the girl who pretended to be his girlfriend, Yeah, right? yeah. At the end of the documentary, goes, uh, I know I brought him a lot of pain, but I would do it again because I learned a lot from this situation. <laughs> and I was like, you are a crazy bitch. You are a crazy, crazy bitch. Yeah, she's crazy, but... And, like, yeah, the, Matt Saitea is not gay or he's not a liar, but he's definitely he's definitely dumb. No, he's not. Bro. How is he dumb? Because because if you have a – and this, I'm not saying, like, if you have a – I, I was in a long-distance relationship once. Yeah. My girlfriend lived 15 minutes away from me. <laughs> he's naive. <laughs> he, I would say naive. If you, if you have an internet relationship with someone yeah. and you – it starts, you know, like, I guess maybe, you know, he's Dude, not dumb, is, but he comes it, from a different era where, like, yeah. he, he has no, I guess, he has no reason to distrust the internet as much as we do. Exactly. Like, any anything I read on the internet, like he didn't especially even, this podcast, lies. <laughs> but you can you know? see right here, look, look, he went from this type of confidence. To that. To this. Yeah. 
Wow, yikes. Yeah. That's, that's I feel really bad actually. Those two are completely two different people. Two different and look, that's him and the pros as the Chargers. He literally said fo- the football field was the one place where he controlled everything and he felt the most confident. And then literally he said his first four years in the pros, anytime he went on the field, he would shake. He he would like anxiety would riddle over him. And dude Because he was known as the liar. The crazy thing is, and the 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 paper uh that first put out like Matt Titeo's girlfriend isn't real. They even uh, they interview them and they said, "Yeah, we weren't really going after Matt Titeo." The point when when they got interviewed on news was yeah. over a thousand papers and like ESPN, NBC, ABC, Good Morning America reported this story: Matt Titeo's girlfriend is dead. And if you did one Google search, you could realize she never existed. Wow, and it was more of a story about thousands. And like no thousands. one did their research. No one did the research, and when this paper called them out to spin it, they're just like Matt Titeo's gay. Matt Titeo, he's a liar, man. He does he really believe in God? Is what else is like what else? What other bad things did he do? And this guy did lose his grandma, and he thought he lost his girlfriend. Like that's the crazy thing. Here's where it breaks down. Like I, it's when uh. So he's talking on Facebook with with the person. But they had phone calls, and when they have the first phone call, yeah, that to me is where like I get it. Like if it's a really con- dude, it's, it's, a, sounds, it's an insane person. It's, that's like oh, like this has all been on chat. Chat, it doesn't mean anything. Look up if you can hear find the voice of the girl, like the Matt Titeo phone call, because I thought I thought the same thing. I thought the phone call was going to sound like this. Go get him, baby. <laughs> Go beat Alabama tomorrow. And I would have been like, Matt Titeo. Roll Tide. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Roll Tide. I'm just <laughs> Matt Titeo. I'm just your 23-year-old girlfriend. So so where is uh, where is she now? Uh, No, go go back real quick. She. The, again, this is the, the person who was originally pretending to be. Actually, yeah. Uh, his girlfriend in that. Go up. I don't this is think, it. Can you see like a voice? Like yeah, that's a, what I'm looking for. Yeah. It's probably in the trailer, right? Yeah. Yo, had an absolutely astounding senior year. His grandmother and girlfriend, Lene Kakua, had died the same night. He dedicated his season to them. It was an amazing story. I mean, they were with me, you know. I miss them. One problem. His girlfriend did not exist. I don't think anyone can appreciate how big a story it became. This was a very sophisticated hoax perpetrated for reasons we can't understand. At this point, oh yeah, she would like so, face. So, I don't know. She would like FaceTime him. He'd be like, "We should FaceTime," and she goes, "Oh, FaceTime isn't working on my phone, babe." But it was still back in the day when like mm. iPhones were new. So it's like, dude, it's like the like he didn't even know what the term catfish meant. Nobody like it wasn't it was a new it was a new thing. Like literally, dude, it is crazy. I'm not trying to be, play devil's advocate, but like No, you should. Like the guy the the I mean, where I mean common sense has to start somewhere. Yeah, but dude, you're 18 Baby, nine. I'm sorry, baby. Baby, my FaceTime doesn't work, baby. You're 18, 19. You sound, you, she sounds like a Russian bride. It sounds like a Russian bride. You think like a like a like a like a Dude, this is it sounds like no, but if you say this, if he's like phones new, FaceTime's a new feature, 
And you've been talking on the phone with her for like months. And then they try to FaceTime and she goes, oh, I'm living in like in this on this island in Hawaii. The the reception must be bad. You know, it, it's not like today where there's Wi-Fi, 4G, 5G. There's like excuse. It's it's a reasonable excuse. And the guy's 18, 19. Good. His senior year. So he's 21. No, when they first met, he was 18, 19. Uh, they met well, like, he didn't. He didn't. Well, they never met. Yeah, they never met. So he was just on on so online were, the whole time. Yeah, they were it's, they were friends for like a year. Wow. And like they because mm. it was like she talked to him about like something she was going America, just like Sean, cannot believe innocence, especially yeah. in a man. Like this was the era of like the Tim Tebow's where they were religious still. You know what I mean? Yeah. The internet hadn't corrupted the minds of the youth. It's like the equivalent of now if he was getting letters. From a girl, like mm-hmm. a pen pal, I'm pretty sure be like, this isn't real. Just now in like 2042, if somebody's like, uh, did like a, like a virtual reality or video, like, uh, you'd be like, how would you not know that? Somebody looking through their 2042, you're looking at old tech. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Never mind. No, I, I get what you mean. Here, here's the real question. No, I, here's think, the I know what Josh was saying. If it was just letters or it was just DMs. Because you're looking at it through that yeah. that view. And then he went on going like, oh, my girlfriend died. Then I would be like, hey, Matt, was she really your girlfriend? But, like, they would have hour, hours and hours of conversations. Like, literally, he would practice, he would study, and then he would talk to her. Like, she was his friend. And, like, dude, the voice, the voice is crazy. How, when she's being interviewed... She's a girl now. Sounds kind of <laughs> you boss. I know hard. you gotta you gotta. She's a girl now, but like has a deeper voice. But yeah. like when she says, Which is she, fine. when she laid in bed, she could change it, and she sounded like a hi. How's like like it was convincing. So if you're having hours and hours of conversation with this girl, you guys are telling each other each other's secrets. You know, you you guys are praying together. Convite, like, confide it's a religious her. thing. They're both very religious, so it was like this religious thing. And you know he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna say something fucked up right now. Sorry. I don't think a relationship's real until you meet in person. Mm. I have seen real relationships be built that start on the internet. Yeah, like my buddy met a girl on fucking Fortnite on like Discord. Yeah, people meet that way now, but then they met in person and they forged dis- a real relationship. I, I disagree though. It's like. You just, mm, it, it's, it, no, it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's a, it, maybe it's not, not real relationships, the wrong way to say it, but I think it's like, like it's, it's an internet relationship and it just doesn't mean as much. What if they FaceTime you? I just don't No, There's deep fakes. There's voice. That's changers. what I was going to say. So what if like, that's, that's what I meant by technology is like right now, somebody was FaceTiming you and you're like, oh, I've seen her. But the whole time it was a deep fake. And they're the like, how did you fall for it? <laughs> How the fuck did you fall for it? But you're looking through your 2042 eyes. My thing eyes. is, though, you can't... Hmm. I don't think... that's A relationship is how you feel. That's the thing. That's the crazy thing is, like... Dude, he thought... Like, he was confiding his secrets to her. He thought, like, oh, this is a real girl. Hey, when I get drafted, I'll have enough money to, like, fly her out and we could be together. Like, he thought, like... I, he, like, he said, I was playing for us. Like, she would hype him up. She would, like... Like be like, baby, on the field, you should watch out for like this tackle. You drop this tackle, and then the next game he would do it. 
and like fucking dominate. No, I'm not Dude, kidding. What if this I'm guy is it was now like, a woman? What if what if this guy's like a huge? He just wanted him to win. He did. Like he was he just gambling. gambling. He was is, just like a football, like a coach. He was loved. a lineman coach. Yeah. <laughs> like babe, like I like I didn't see 100 percent today. I mm. didn't see 100 percent on the field, and like that's a problem for us. Yeah. I need I need you to study these plays. That's yeah. Are you watching game footage? She Are would you do watching that. game footage? She would footage? do that. Really? Yes. Wow. And the thing is, that's kind of cool. The thing about her is, it's fucked up. The thing about her is, at first I felt bad for her because she's like, I, you know, she's she's uh, in this really religious family. Are they doesn't, all Christian? Yeah. Doesn't know. <laughs> fucking. Doesn't they're know, everyone's idiots. Doesn't so. know. <laughs> doesn't know how to come out to her family. So it's like I do feel bad on on that aspect where it's like she didn't feel comfortable in her body when when she pretended to be this girl was the only time she felt comfortable. Mm. And you feel bad for her. And I genuinely think she cared for Matt Titeo. But it's like to do this for two or three years with a public figure, then say, oh, I died. And then Matt Titeo plays for a year. On the same di- same day as the grandmother. As the grandmother. And so Matt Titeo has to play pretending that he lost or that he lost his girl and his grandma. And then at the end of the season, right before the biggest game of his career, goes... Hey, I'm actually alive. And it, you can just watch him in interviews like where they're like, oh, you know, it's crazy. You lost your grandma and your girlfriend this year. And he goes, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, it's it's been a crazy year. Knowing in the back of his mind, I, my girlfriend might still be alive. Yeah. And he didn't know you can't just come out and be like, oh, fucking, I think I think she's alive now. Dude, you know what? You know, oh, this you want to hear the voice? Yeah. Ready, Roma? Doubt. Oh, yeah. This fictional character, Lene. I totally fell. So that's how he's. I didn't have courage. How she sounds normally. This is who I am. It became evident that we had. So that's I mean, that's not that convincing. No, but when when he, when she laid in a bed, she would like hey, get like into real, care- like. Can Dude, I see if I can do it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Bring, bring. Oh, what's up, babe? Hey, hey, uh, Matt. Hey, Monty. Hey. Hey. Let me try again. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Bling, bling. Oh, hey, babe. Hey, baby. What are you doing? I don't want to do this relationship <laughs> anymore. Boop. What? <laughs> bling, bling. Hey, babe. You fucking bitch. You are a real girl. I love you. Hey. I'm sorry about that, babe. Uh, it's okay. That just does, that's not. That's, I don't. That's not a real that relationship. Is the most unsexy <laughs> voice I've ever. Hey, baby. <laughs> Let me try it. Let me try it. All right. <laughs> I'm a 19 year old girl. Oh, All right, go. 19 year old girl. Bling bling. Keep ringing. <laughs> Bling. It has to keep ringing. Bling. I have to. I have to show you who's in control here. Oh, bling, bling. Action. Bling bling. Bling bling. Bling bling. bling, 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 bling. Hey, what's up? It's Sean. I'll leave it at the tone. <laughs> Why don't you ever answer my phone Hello? calls? Hello. Oh, I'm sorry, babe. What's up? Hey, babe. Why do you always go? Why do you always send me right to voicemail? Hey, I don't know who this is. Don't fucking call this number again. This is the bitch you've been fucking DMing. Oh, for the past two oh, years. Uh, 
What's, Le- her, what's her name in the thing? Lene. Oh, Lene. How's it going, Matt Titeo? <laughs> it's good, Lene. I'm just a 19-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you. <laughs> I love I you. I love you now, Lene. I love I've you. I've never too. met you, mm. but you sent me a heart emoji on Facebook, and now I love you. <laughs> I love you too, baby. Hey, do you believe in God? Yeah. No way. God's really important in my life, too. God makes me hard. I, wh- <laughs> I mean... Wet. <laughs> uh, uh, no, still weird. <laughs> still weird. God makes me wet. Lene. Yes. Do you ever think about what you want to do with the rest of your life? Like mm-hmm. who you want to. Marriage is so important for Christians. Yeah. I'm just a. And I work know. so hard every day to become a pro football player. You've been slacking the last game. <laughs> you know, there were three tackles you could have gotten, but well, you slacked off a little well, bit. Well, Lene, you know, you're not on the field. So you, maybe you don't understand <laughs> the, the, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm blocking, I'm tackling. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get there. Matt, I'm trying to be the best lineman I can be. Lene. Matt, Matt tell, listen to my voice real quick. Okay. Close, I love, close. I love, I love your voice, baby. Right. I love your voice. It just sounds like an, a normal, typical 19-year-old girl, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smooth as an ocean wave. <laughs> I just want to say, I'm never going to... I want to get married. Lene. I want to get married. Lene, but, yes. A thousand times, yes, Lene. But <gasps> we won't be able to see each other for <gasps> the first 10 years. Because I'm, <gasps> I'm stuck in line at the grocery store, <laughs> and the line is very, very long. No! <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. Why don't you just go to a different grocery store? But I really like this grocery store. So, in like 10 years, we'll meet, but we should get married. Also, I'm dead. And also, I'm dying. <laughs> Lene. Yes? Promise me one thing. What, babe? When I win the Heisman Trophy. Yes. When you see me on TV holding that trophy. I'll be watching in line at the grocery store. (laughs) I want you to know that it was for you. I know. And if you somehow die in some freak accident, (laughs) I want you to know that no matter what happens, even if. Even if you're a 40-year-old man and not a 19-year-old girl, yeah, I still love you. Thanks, baby. Sincerely, Matt Tateo. <laughs> but, yeah. Was that a pretty good uh, representation of what their relationship was? Yeah. Thank you. Um, I wait, just wait, don't. Wait, 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 wait. NBC? <laughs> <laughs> they want us. You're playing Matt Tateo and I'm playing the girlfriend in the, in the biopic. You so. want to see if she does the voice now? Yeah, I don't think. Okay, I see. This is about to hit the fan. That's when everything no, went chaotic. Oh, right there. Oh, wait, go back. Go back. Chaotic. And let and let me zoom it. That's pretty. It sounds like. Yeah. My whole world changed, and I'm questioning everything. And dude, you just I you need that to, actually was realistic. And you need to watch it. Like I I'll, rec- I'll, I recommend this to people because, dude, you've met. You feel so bad for Matt Titeo and like, dude, the entire, at the end, he gives like the speech and like, he goes, I don't hate her. And like, such a nice guy. Cause the entire time you're watching it, you feel the pain he goes through. Such a nice guy. And he could be the most bitter man ever. And he goes, you know what, man? It, it could have been worse. He goes, I still got to play in the NFL. 
yeah, it wasn't the way I wanted to, but like I, I'm doing all right. Wow, it's just I, I, I just I have a really hard time feeling bad for him. Yeah. Oh, because a 19 year old got bamboozled. Who's which 19 year old? He was 19 at the time. Oh, he was 20. Yeah. And I love you, babe. It's pretty realistic. It sounds pretty realistic. Dude, they show like full. Hey, babe, I they, love you, babe. They show full conversations, and you're like, "Yeah, man, like I would fall for that. I would fall." Who for was that. recording these conversations? It was like just voicemails on his phone. Oh, okay. so like we're still saved. Like when before? Whoa, the game. he still saved them. <laughs> oh, for like oh, evidence well, and stuff after when after it came ever, out. after shit shit hit the fan. Oh, okay. You know, because it would be like voicemails like before games, like. Hey babe, I just know you're gonna go out there and you're gonna do great. Like yeah. it was like little like messages. And he would listen to that, thinking she died before mm-hmm. the games. Oh, and he would, like, oh listen, ah, yeah, ah, that would I would I would kill myself. <laughs> That's like, horrible, dude. He literally was playing for her. Like I get, I and I, I feel is, bad for him. Once you're fooled, I feel totally bad. But like, but dude, imagine getting for, fooled. Imagine for like mm. 15, 16 weeks, you think your girl is dead. And then you get the call, like this DM, like, hey, I'm actually not dead. He's like, what? He's like, stop fucking with me. And then gets a call and she goes, babe, I'm actually alive. Like, imagine how crazy that is. Like, uh, you're a 20-year-old kid. All year, you've been telling people, my, the press has been telling people, my girlfriend's dead. Well, you know, Tony, you said imagine how crazy. I don't have to imagine that because every girl I've ever dated has actually been dead. Dead. <laughs> After you dated him or before? During. During. <laughs> He's a necrophiliac. Yeah, that's. I mean, I try to. I try to set Sean up on a date. How did that go? Oh, he went and he goes. Uh, she had a pulse. <laughs> Tony, I thought you were for real. No, no, no. Tony, no that's no, not my no. type. That's not my type. That's if, not my type. Or no, wait. If that's she's not, my not if she's not pale and still breathing, no, thank you. Man, I, yeah. dude, you just like it when they stay still. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I like it when they don't move. I'm, I'm, I'm reading this book about how to react to, um, you know, how to address slander in the in the press. <laughs> that and was you're, pretty you're good. supposed to read oh. no you're you're, you're 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 not supposed to say nothing because yeah. if you say nothing you're fucked <laughs> i think i gotta reread it you know who, one of them is the one that was a good pause though <laughs> no because uh, <laughs> anyway to how do you how, yeah how do you defeat slander in the press uh just double down actually there's this really good book i read called um yeah, oh, lean into it. What's it called? No, it wasn't lean in. That book sucks. Cheryl Sandberg. The, 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 there was a that uh, Fox News guy uh, on like Good Morning Fox or something, like uh, Morning Joe, and they put up a picture of uh, of the FBI director, the DOJ, on a plane with Epstein, and it was obviously photoshopped. But when they were showing the picture... They weren't being like, oh, this is a joke. They're like, oh, this is kind of damning. Yeah. And, dude, the picture's obviously photoshopped. It's Epstein dressed up in a nice suit, and then this guy in a white T-shirt with, like, Oreos on his chest, right? If oh, this go- is recently, yeah, right? Yeah, and if you go on the guy's Twitter, it was literally a tweet he put out being like, the storm is ha- there's a storm today, but I hope I can still catch the Cowboys beat the New York Giants. Go Cowboys! 
and they try to damn him, being like, oh, he used to fly with Epstein. And then people are like, dude, this is obviously photoshopped. And then the guy tweeted the next morning going like, it was a joke. Why is the Department of Justice putting jokes about being on a flight with Epstein? No, Fox News did. Oh, Fox News did. Okay. Uh, yeah, but they didn't sell it as a joke. There was no like, what if he flew with Epstein? They're like, this is damaging. And then like a day later, they were just like, come on, it was a joke. Oh yeah, like they were saying it was satire. Right? Yeah, they were saying it's satire, and I'm like, you're f- you're, the, you're news. the real you're the real news. You're the news. <laughs> Every I mean, who cares what's real or fake? It's all about. It's always the news has always been about entertainment. Yeah, it's always been. The, who cares what's real and what's fake? Yeah, and also, dude, watching this, the again back to this real quick. It's just like the the way they. They loved each other. No, that the, was no, real love. The way they rise this guy to be this hero and to be this like ambassador of truth, and they're like, "This is a great guy." And then after this this incident came out, they didn't really give a shit about his side of the story. They burned him down. That's what they wanted to do. And they were like, "You can't trust this fuck. This guy's a fucking weirdo." And like, they spent all this time fucking rising him, rising him, and then. When they got the chance, they just cut off his legs and they let him fall. Yeah, and that's the thing about the like the they Britney Spears to him. Yeah. Oh, any celebrity, like major celebrity. And I just remember the 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 name of the book. Here's how you deal with it. So when we're inevitably canceled, um, look up uh, Edward uh, Edward Bernay. This Mm -hmm. is a guy. He wrote a book on on uh, advertising. Yeah. Um, How do you suppose? Oh, uh, oh, first guy, right there. if you uh, just go to his uh, Wikipedia. So he was like the father of like advertising. Like he like, and propaganda and public relations. So he has a really, really interesting, um, uh, he's wrote a lot of books, uh, helped coup governments, really a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, uh, if you scroll down. So let's see. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. His book's called Propaganda. Oh, he wrote a book called Propaganda. Um, that is real. If you click on that, it's really, really interesting. It's a book, and basically, you know, people think propaganda is evil. Yeah, people think all propaganda is created by an evil government to manipulate the people. No, his his per, his book. He sort of defines it differently. Hey, um, I watched Top Gun. That's some cool propaganda. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what he he expands the definition of propaganda. So that's not just evil. He says that every piece of media, like our our show is propaganda. Is but it? Yeah. Well, under his definition. Okay. Only under his definition. But the point is, because every piece of media uh, is, it affects uh, perception of mm-hmm. something or someone or somewhere. And when you affect the perception of something, you've that 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 is his definition of propaganda. Every 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 piece of media is propaganda. So you're saying Blue's, Blue's Clues is propaganda? Yeah. What kind of prop? What is it propaganda? It's mailman propaganda. <laughs> Think about it. You watch Blue's Clues, and all of a sudden you feel real chummy about the mailman. <laughs> I like. Why do I like the mail so much now? <laughs> mail time. Mail time. So yeah, even Blue's Clues is propaganda because it like makes you excited about. Also, also after watching Blue's Clues, I never loved my dog again because my dog was brown and not blue. So it's race. So it's species mm-hmm. is too. A species, colorist, and uh, also my dog couldn't fucking solve any clues. My dog was. Also, 
My dog was stupid. So <laughs> I let poke I, it. So I just took him to the forest and I said, How about you fucking figure out how to get home? Hey, here's your final mystery. <laughs> <laughs> get home. <laughs> so anything um, is propaganda. Okay. So his position, but the book is, uh, it's there's a lot of levels to the book. Basically, it's cool because he wrote the book called Propaganda, right? Yeah. And by his definition of propaganda, even his book is propaganda. Yeah. And he sold it to ad executives. Mm-hmm. And he said, I can, to get more business for his ad ad, ad agency. Yeah. He, would, he wrote this book to, to create credibility for himself. But I like the book because it's very honest about like um, how you, uh, how you gain slowly, you can gain leverage in a, with a product. Yeah. You know, you associate your product with nonprofits. Yeah. You associate your product with uh, institutions. Yeah. You know, you do these different things. And all of a sudden, suddenly, it's like just these different ways to get free adver- free press for your for your business. And then all of a sudden, you're, uh, all of a sudden, you're like, you're magically an authority. Yeah. You know, S- that's how things come about, dude. It's like, it's a very fascinating book about how like suddenly things become suddenly things have authority and no one ever thinks about why things suddenly have authority. Why is Andrew Tate an authority now? A year ago, no one knew his no name. One know, yeah. No one knew about him. It's because he has really good points about women. <laughs> We're kidding. <laughs> Come on. Andrew Tate established. <laughs> Come on. You know, Sean, <laughs> We're losing the female audience. <laughs> and with statements when, like that, it's going to keep going down. Tony, when Andrew Tate said that women are like children, <laughs> that is when he got the masses on his side. I said, yes. Okay, so here's the theory on Blue's Clues. Uh, Steve is imagining all this. He's a drug addict, and the dog is his fear. So the dog's always scared of something, and he's looking for clues to make sure why he's there, why is he scared. So he looks through all these clues. Uh, but he's really trying to calm himself down because he's in a crack house. <laughs> that, oh, that's why they have the spoon. That, that might be a, like little heroin spoon. Yeah, he's, on, he's a drug addict the whole time. Come on, Steve, relax. He's, and he's Jesus. talking to a fake dog. Yeah, Steve's like bald now. And the, who was the or next the dog, guy? The dog who was might the be next the guy? Drug. It wasn't Steve. It wasn't. It was this guy? No, no, it didn't go straight to the Asian guy. It Steve was, was a pedophile, wasn't he? No, no, he was a nice man. Oh, Don't, sorry. Let's not. Let's fu- not throw that around. Jesus Christ, John! I thought the first guy. No, he literally did the show so that he could. Uh, was that him? Oh yeah, that guy sucked. <laughs> Wait, are these the original guys? We're looking at Steve He's is the, original. the guy on the right, and then they went to the left guy. I don't know anything this- about the guy in the middle. I haven't seen his work, but I doubt he's as good as Steve. <laughs> you haven't seen his work? I haven't seen his it's work. It's a fucking Oh, my it's God. A- yeah, that dude's tripping. Hardcore. Look, I mean, <laughs> he's the only real character. The dog is scared. Oh, wait. He goes, Yeah. Look at that face. You're telling me he's not on drugs? Yeah, imagine someone hey, my blue dog told me. Here's the meth that never fails. It makes me want to smoke some meth. I don't know. Anyway. Propaganda. What should we let's create some propaganda? Like I, we're already doing it. Let's create some like let's some let's make some believable propaganda. All right. For um, what for what? What do you wanna what, what do you cause? wanna what mass what thing what do you wanna inflict inflict upon society? Not pain. I don't want pain. There's enough pain out there. Um 
You're already doing it. Your jokes are propaganda. What about... It's true. Religion. What about religion? I think... I think Scientology is actually a really good religion. Me too. Why, the, why does it get so much hate? I don't know. Just because they like... Cat, they just hold people on these properties so they work more and they put fear in their eyes. They're like called like these like monsters. It's like, no, fear is how you get good quality work. Because I always thought like, like you, you've read about Scientology, right? I've, I know a lot about it. I, you know, I know a little bit about it. Um, I know that it has science in the name <laughs> and I like science. I love that. So it has- <laughs> I'm willing to give it a, sh- a shot. Yeah. I love how it has science in the name, but it has nothing to do with actual science. Saint, yeah. Scientology has nothing to do with science. It's all about. Well, that's like- where that's where you're wrong. <laughs> science fiction. It is, dude. I. It is crazy though how uh, Scientology does get a lot of shit. I think it is a crazy. You know, they do some fucked up shit like about like you have to divorce your family if you leave the church. Like you can't see your family and stuff. But like I just think it's funny that there are religions that hate Scientology and they're like we can't believe they're a religion. They need to be stopped. And I'm like. You guys do the same shit. Dude. Like they're just jealous that they got cooler celebrities (laughs) in Scientology. Like the Catholic Church is like, we got Mel Gibson and the Church of Scientology got Tom Cruise. They're like, they got Cruise. Yeah, it's that's that's funny, dude. I would love you know how uh, the Westboro Baptist Church, they go to they go to soldiers' funerals with God God hates what are they? Oh God God hates soldiers. Soldiers. Um, I would love to see a Scientology one where they go to funerals and they're like, I don't know, Xenu hates. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but Xenu <laughs> hates soldiers. No, it's crazy. <laughs> or Xenu loves dead soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have you ever done an e meter test? Oh, uh, no, but I I've, did one. You've done it. Yeah. What were your Thetan levels? Not great. I so it was that sucks. It was a uh, senior year in high school. We took a band trip to L.A. And uh, they were out. They had like a little tent out. And they're like, hey, free e-meter test. Da, da, da. And I had already watched like a lot of uh, uh, Justin Thoreau documentaries on Scientology, all this. So I was like, I went in kind of. Louis Thoreau or Justin? Or Louis, Louis Thoreau. Louis Thoreau is fantastic. And so I go in and they're interviewing me and they're asking me these questions. And I hold the, it literally is just like two little pylon sticks. And the thing is going crazy. And uh, afterwards, they're like, oh, you got a lot. Your thetan levels are out of control. You need to, <laughs> you really need to, you know, come in, do another level uh, or take another class. And, you know, there's a, there's there's lies saying that it's unaffordable, but we, we have payment plans and it's really affordable and you could help change the world. And they're like, or you could just live a lie. And I just go, I just looked at him and I go, hey, my entire life is a lot. <laughs> and they're like, so you don't want to take the classes? And I just go, no, thanks. I'm just going to live crazy. And I just got up and left. Damn. And then, uh, and then what happened is you go to a real doctor and Tony, and he's like, Tony, your blood pressure is, is really, <laughs> and then you're like, Oh, so I, that's bullshit too. <laughs> yeah. My thetan levels are out of control. Yeah, my thetan. blood pressure is high. What do I trust? Who do I trust? Oh, dude, they, but, but it's crazy how 
when they, they upsell you immediately. Yeah, yeah. And when they talk to you, they, who it was it hot? Who was it? Was it chick hot that did it for you? They're attractive the people. They're attractive people. It's young people, high energy. Are and, they playing Doja and Cat? They and they And they don't. It doesn't say Scientology on it. It says like the West, like some college. It's like they disguise it that they're a part of some college. Uh, what's a British university? Not Oxford. Uh, Cambridge. Cambridge. Yeah, something like something study of Cambridge. So it's oh. like it's the disguise to be like, oh, these are like highly educated people. Like her. Wow. <laughs> no, they were like models. She's got. They were like big old teeth. It's like good looking 20, 21 year olds. Like her. She's cute. Yeah. Scientology Brisbane. But like, dude, they. Wow, they have. I, they've got the dot org, but you're no, but you are right though. It's funny that other religions get mad at Scientology and as if they are any better than Scientology. Yeah. I was like, in a lot of ways, Scientology, if you just look at it on paper or even in reality, they're pretty bad. Scient dude, dude, I had a creationist. I grew up next to a creationist. Yeah. I have family that were creationists. Yeah. And I remember I was in the office of the dad, uh -huh. right? Great family. I was super good friends with the child. Um, and um, I, I was in his office and there was this huge jar of money. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, I, I was like a little kid mm -hmm. just getting into money and realizing how much I loved it. <laughs> I was, just getting my, into money. My was rock hard. I was like, bro, that's like $800. When you say just getting into money, were you just like, did your like dad give you $10 and you went to the store and you bought like a toy for $8? <laughs> and you're like, wait a second. If I give you this, <laughs> I get to keep this. I like this concept of money. <laughs> yeah, I'm just walking out of, out of Target with a Lego, and I'm just, just like, bad company. <laughs> I can't deny. Like, damn. Hey, guys. I like cash. <laughs> I like cash. <laughs> if cash would get me another Lego set, I'll do whatever it takes to get that cash. So then I saw all this cash in a jar. Yeah. I'm like, that's a lot of Lego sets. And I asked, I was like, what is, what's all that money for? And the guy, the father was like, oh, that's for the church. Damn. And I almost choked him. I was like, you're throwing it away. <laughs> you could get the Death just Star. Set, just set it on fire, why don't you? <laughs> just right in front of me. No, but dude, other religions are also extremely yeah. uh, good at taking your money. Yeah. Not only that, your time. If I go to church, time fuck money. you, pay me. That's if you want me to go to church, fuck you, pay me. That's what I say. Really? It's my hourly rate. My hourly rate for Why going to church pay is you? $50. Why would they pay you when they have millions of people that pay them? Because they, I'm an asset. I'm a CIA asset. I just think, <laughs> yeah. But so you're, but you're saying, but dude, if you're in Scientology, you pay way more, right? Like if you're in Scientology, oh, dude, they, what is the average? Can you look that up, John? It's uh, What's the average so it, Scientology on the fee? End, on the low end, Annually, uh, annually. On, on the low end, you're going to be paying to get through most of the courses quarter mil. No way. Mm -hmm. For all the books and all the classes. Have you heard of Soho House? Mm -mm. Soho House is a very fancy, like, country club. They have one here in Austin now. Yeah, they do. It's kind of like a fancy. It's like a we work for hipsters and artists. It's like a bar. No, it's like a club. It's a okay. private club. Um, and I feel like Scientology is kind of like Soho House. Yeah. Because it's not even about the religion. It's about just paying the fee to get access to Tom Cruise. Yeah. And just the access and just like 
it's dude, it's it's crazy. Half a million to Jesus. reach top tiers of Scientology. Yeah, and that's on the low end. If you're like a celebrity, they fucking they try to up. They try to yank it. Up. And the crazy thing, I was I was like watching this thing where uh, they have all these properties around the world because mm-hmm. they're like uh, a, a religion and they're tax free. So they just have to buy properties so they don't lose that exempt status, right? You have to buy properties, call it a church or a church building. Um, and uh, if you go to these buildings, they're just like empty because they're not they're not getting new members, <laughs> but they're still they're rich. Not. No, but they're still rich. So they're just they're just buying buildings all across the world. And it just says like Church of Scientology, and then like members would like go. You know, this guy was like an AV tech, and he had to set up their AV department. And uh, he would go, and it would just be empty. And then a year later, he'd go, and there would be like two people in this giant building. Wow. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. That's scary, dude. The Vatican Bank said it's making advances and reducing money laundering. Oh. (laughs) The Vatican Bank is like, hey, we're going to. We're going to crack down on it. Laundering increasing financial transparency. The bank reported a profit of $19.8 million in 2018, down from its $36 million profit. Catholic Church National Wealth estimated $30 billion. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Also, dude, mm, that's, that's a pretty, pretty sizable company. That doesn't even, that doesn't even, like, the artwork they have. It's priceless. Dude, they have, like, priceless artwork. Like, yeah, but why is it priceless? Because it depicts Jesus Christ. No, because the artist who made it. Also, the art, dude. They have some of the oldest art from like the beginning of time in the Vatican. Really? Yeah, dude. Have you ever gone to an old church? Like I'm talking like medieval church, like in Europe and stuff. No. Oh, dude, you gotta go. The oldest church I've been in is like three or four years old. <laughs> no, dude. When you go, I went to the look up the uh, look up. Uh, the the cathedral in Köln, it's K O L N. Sounds like a punk rock band. In where? K O L N. Wow, that looks old as fuck, dude. When you walk in that, if building, you're just listening, it's like a. F- How would you describe this? It's a. I would say it looks like um, what is that Disney movie? Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's uh-huh. very like a hunchback, like fucking Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, just very old. But look at look inside. It dude. looks evil. Yeah, when you walk into that, dude, it looks evil as fuck. When you walk into that building, man, damn, you, you feel you feel the history, the 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 art that's on the wow, wall. That's crazy. Dude. Yeah, it's very gothic. Oh yeah, is there goth chicks in there? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. You like Can we go? go? Yeah, yeah, from uh, eight to ten they do service, and then at ten thirty the ecstasy flows, and it's just like EDM goth girls. <laughs> no, and then they just play "I chime in like a bunch <laughs> of people never heard of <laughs> praying oh, to yeah. Jesus Christ." They have a dead. They have a dead guy. Uh, ew! Ew! Never mind. I don't want to. Ew! You go in the basement. Is he mummified? Mm-hmm. What is the Vatican? <laughs> The Vatican is in Italy, right? It's in Italy, but the Vatican literally is supposed to have um, Peter, which is the first Catholic Pope, underneath oh, yeah. the and literally the whole I forgot what it's called, but where the Pope sits, that underneath that is where Peter lays. 
Damn. Damn. Yeah. So when they say you, when God said you are the rock of my church, what he's supposed to say, literally, you are, we're going to build it on top of you. Damn. But yeah, dude, when you go into these kind of churches, man, you feel like the history. You feel like the blood. You feel like the sweat. You feel all like the the good, but also like the evil. Like to to build something like this in fucking seventeen, not even seventeen. It was probably like twelve hundred. Look up when this church was built, because uh, it it looks probably. I mean, I want I want to guess. I don't know. It's a fifteen. Twelve forty-eight. Wow. Twelve forty-eight, and the building's still standing. And it'll it'll be around long after we're dead. But dude, it is it's wow. That's how much power you have to imagine. That building was built in twelve forty-eight without modern technology, without modern building. That's how much power the Catholic Church had back then. They could build buildings like that. Damn, dude. Look up, uh, look up, Castle Neuschweinstein. I'm supposed to know. Any, any you, any you. First one. <laughs> I was like, Images. <laughs> I'm trying to teach you, <laughs> but like, dude, look at that castle. That castle was built, I think, same era on top of a mountain. Wow. Have you been there? Yeah. Looks like Dracula lived there. But like, imagine that, dude. Shit like this, like, really fucking. I don't know. Like, look, it's on a mountaintop, and they had to build a castle. Oh, you know what? This is where they shot Blue's Clues. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the mail. It never fails. But dude, this is dude, This is power. That's a dope garage. <laughs> yeah. But that's like real power. Is that where Andrew Tate lives? Yeah. <laughs> in Romania. He, he has uh, three Bugattis out front. We should rent that place out. Live in it. How much do you think it would cost to rent for a day? A million, a million a couple, dollars. A couple mil. Dude, no, you know, yeah, but you're right though. The the power that uh, fucking uh, the church. But you know, the the church has lost a lot of power since the 1200s. It's oh, it's yeah. it the, used to be the, inst- the government. Yeah, exactly. And now and now now the government's the government. But the, yeah, the church used to tax. The church used to tax. I don't think the I really don't think the church has lost that much power because you still have a lot of people in this country that go the reason I vote for him is because God loves him. That's true, but dude, church is if still you just a, talk about the economic scale of it, dude, it's lost a lot of power. You think there's like mega, there's mega churches now? Like it's, I feel like it's getting more, more powerful. Dude, I mean if if. It's still extremely powerful, but I'm just talking about from the 1200s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The when there was like, excuse me, the fucking. But, there were nas- nations. But back then, you defined by churches. Back then, religions. You had to go to church. You couldn't just like back then. Oh, that's true. It was mandated. It was mandated, and like, which is kind of funny. You know, you know the reason why like priests can't fuck anymore. Or they're not allowed to. Oh, fuck. they're like why well, they're like they have to be uh, abstinent. abstinent. You know why? why? Because apparently back in the day they were the rock stars. Real? Oh yeah. And they were like the rock stars. So like they would do when when holy wars would happen, they would be like fucking. They would throw like parties. They'd have orgies, right? Yeah, they'd in the throw church. Orgies. They would throw parties, and they'd be like fucking. This is a send off. So if you die, man, fucking rock on. And the priest would just like. Tell him like if you die in this holy war, you get a first class ticket to heaven. 
So that's why people would fight. That's wild. And then while the soldiers were gone, they would just be fucking everybody's wife. Damn. <laughs> and so when they came, when the soldiers, when the one guy comes back, everyone dies. And the one, the one guy, guy comes like, like, I lived. Like, whoa, like, babe, <laughs> why do you have that priest cock in your mouth? <laughs> no more sins. Look, I paid for all our sins. Yeah. Like. They were like the the rock stars of the time, so they. I think the Vatican was like, "Oh, we gotta, you guys gotta stay abstinent." And then they're like, um, "What about little boys?" Oh. And then they're like, "Okay, you're you're right. Uh, you're right dude. about it's uh, growing. It's growing, and the number one is uh, the evangelist, seven percent annually. Yeah. Wait, well, it's growing, but per capita, is it beating the population growth rate? The population's growth rate. I thought it was uh, falling. Oh, I don't know if globally the population's growth rate's falling. No, I, I think, wonder. Dude, I think religion. But if it's religion, I wonder if it's growing faster than the number of people we have. But, dude, I had no idea. I, I thought it would be shrinking, you know? The poorer people get, the more they got to look for for something to go to. You know what I mean? And dude, the, that makes sense. The, the poorer people get, and also the fear every day. We're, t- we're, we're told the world is ending soon. End of it, times. It's getting hotter. End of times. People are getting, you know, scared. We, we, should, so, we should start a religion. What would we call it? Thoughtless uh, Church. No. Hello, I'm your Pope. <laughs> hello. Ask, ask me some I'm, questions. I'm the Pope. Ask me some. All right, what about the Pope? The pope? Hello, hello. Pope, hello. okay. I'm the, I'm the first. Uh, uh, I'm the first. Uh, what is it, guy? Member? Good evening. Hey, hey, Pope. Hi, how are you? I'm excited to join the church. This I'm is happy. Dope. We love you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello. Um, I have a question. Yes. I'm scared. Uh, and I I have this long-distance girlfriend. <laughs> yes. And um, she, she, she calls me and we have long conversations. I play football. Um, <laughs> what a... And I'm trying to get into the pros, and I know it's a long shot, but I feel like I can do it. Like, mm-hmm. I just I want guidance, Pope. Can you help me? I really love my girlfriend. I have a quick question for you. Why are you dealing with this girlfriend when you have a hot piece of meat sitting right across from you? What are you talking about? You must, if you want to get in the NFL, you must fuck me. <laughs> We're gonna create a sex culture, <laughs> a sex religion. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Religion, not cult. Oh, sex religion. We're not a cult. So, does Scientolo- Scientology, do they fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Probably, yeah. I think everybody fucks. Not priests. <laughs> don't, what are you looking at, looking at me like they, that? They definitely have sex, priests. Don't, don't become a priest if you don't want to fuck. You know what I want to do? I want to go in the Catholic Church with a video camera. <laughs> And then, the first see, <laughs> and then see what they say. I don't know. I Man. would. I would. I wouldn't want to start a religion. I just think it's. I would feel really bad. Because it's the most control you can have over a human. You have like blind control, and dude, because the thing that happened to me this weekend, fucking after my show on Friday night. Good set. This guy who was sitting in the front row, this older guy, who was laughing at all my jokes. He comes up. He goes, says hi to the headliner, and then comes up to me, and he goes, hey, come over here. I don't want to tell it in front of everybody else. I don't want to embarrass you. 
And I just thought like he was going to like give me notes or say my jokes are like filthy. And he just goes, after watching your set, I realized you need Jesus Christ. No fucking uh-huh. way. And then he tried to get me to go to some alpha program. He's like, it's a three-day program. They have great food. You can ask them whatever question you want. There's no judgment. You can ask him whatever question you That's want. That's almost sexual. And they'll give like, you, what questions do you have for me? Yeah, yeah. And they'll give you any answer about God, but you need Jesus. He goes, I watch you up there, and I go, you will, you will fall apart without Jesus. <laughs> and I just go... I, go, I mean, he's right. Oh, he's, he's <laughs> But I just go, I look at him and I go, I go, the fuck? And then I, I go, could I, he goes, he goes, you're a sinner. And I just go, hey, man. He's at the fucking comedy club, too. Yeah, yeah. And I just go, I go, hey, man, I, uh, I grew up religious. I grew up Catholic and then I went uh, non-denominational and I go, Dude, I, I, I believe in a higher power. I just, I'm not going to go to a church because I used to go to a mega churches where the fucking pastor would be on a, like show pictures of him on a private jet and just be like, <laughs> make sure to donate your 10%. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? So it's like, I live, a, I, I, I even told him, I go, I live, I try to be nice to everybody. I try to, you know. I just don't need to go to an organization or I'm I share my coke. Yeah, share my coke. Kiss all, you know. People ask me for key bumps all the time. And I I'm like, it. hey, you want a key bump? <laughs> Fucking pay me, bitch. I would, I would never share drugs. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, and then he, he looks at me and he goes, can I pray for you? And I, I looked at him, I go, if you must. And then we prayed. And then I, dude, I really wanted to go hail Satan. <laughs> but I didn't. You have a juju about you, an aura that these religious fanatics pick up on. No, it's because also I make fun of, I, I made fun of the church in my act. I just, I literally said the line because someone goes, I'm Catholic. And I go, ah, fucking, you know, you yeah. can't kill a baby. You can't abort a baby, but you can fuck one. And like, yeah, yeah. I just hate organized religion. I don't like it. I don't like the control over people. Uh, because a lot of it just seems fake. It seems fake. Mm, yeah, but it exists for a reason. Why? And that reason is to make me money. No, it's just, yeah, that's what it is. It like Not me, but. Looking in Joel Olstein's eyes, I do not see goodness. I see, it's this phony. It's this, what you want a pastor to look like. He's clean cut. He's always, the Lord is here with us tonight. Can't you feel him? It's like, hey, if you love the Lord so much, you don't need a Lamborghini. You're, you don't need a Lamborghini to fill your heart. You have the Lord, Joel Olstein. You have the Lord. Hey, I, man, thought, I is, thought you had the Lord. This is America, Tony. Yeah. This is America. My thing is. Let him, let him buy a Lambo. Yeah. Why can't Joel Olstein have a Lambo? Because he should be giving the money back into the community. If you really believe in helping out the community and using God to help people out, you should be driving a fucking Kia Soul living in a modest house and all the money, the 10% you're getting and all that money should literally be going back into the Nobody community. follows the poor guy. Who's going to follow true. the poor guy? And also God. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm saying the church could be big or whatever, but like, why are you living in these mansions? Why are you driving these sports cars? I'm because he can. I just think it's Tony, it's disgusting. Then you're, pay, you're saying then pay taxes. You're saying that being a holy man is look at that guy. to be a communist. 
Kenneth Copeland? Have you seen Kenneth, this? this guy's great. I love it. <laughs> COVID 19. COVID 19. <laughs> I'm blue. I'm blue. I'm blue. The wind of God. The wind of God. That guy's the devil. Look in his eyes. That is Satan. <laughs> that is Satan. <laughs> no, it's not. Look at I, him. I that list, is the devil. I if, listen to him every Sunday. Sean, if you were in your room late at night and then this red mist came out and then that guy showed up and goes, come with me, Sean, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to heaven. You'd be like, I'm going to hell. <laughs> COVID-19. <laughs> he comes up to you and he's like, hi, Sean. That's <laughs> this. Dude, I want to see this. COVID-19. Oh, COVID-19. There's God, a remix. It's on my side. There's a remix of this. You haven't seen it? Oh, no. there's actually a remix? Yeah, wow. yeah. Well, I'm a joke thief. Sorry, people. I stole. <laughs> you stole from Kenneth Copeland? Uh, God, it's on my side. COVID-19. Blow the... Blow the... Dude. You're, Tony, I think you're just jealous because you can't blow the wind of God at things. <laughs> or the people that, like, they'll, like, exercise people. Have I you seen that one where they put, like, their hand on their head and the people, like, start, like, flailing around? Oh, yeah. Like crazy? No, that's just improv. Yeah. It's actually, that's just an improv class. But, dude, that's how much that's how much power they have is, like, people, like, they're like I'm taking the devil out of you. Mm -hmm. And they'll, like, pretend that they are possessed. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's not it. That's not it. Anyway, yeah. There's remixes and shit. Check. Jesus. This is it. And it goes hard. And the children of Israel, this song, under the Lord. Oh. COVID-19. COVID-19. <laughs> that guy, I, I could I could have done a better job. That guy scares me, dude. Uh, I, dude, that guy's the villain in a James Bond movie. He's just doing character. You think he's like that in real life? Yes. He doesn't talk like that. Hello, Tony. I think uh, yeah yeah yes he does. Dude, they, they it's like almost like an Andy Kaufman s. You become the character, right? At home, he's probably like, "Hello, kids." Did you want bacon? Yeah. You want bacon? Mm, yes. Like, that's an evil man. Jesus, man. I don't, you know. That's my religion. Not evil. Let's not call him evil. He's an evil man. He's a businessman. I would and he has an, he's an entrepreneur. No, I think you're evil. My definition of evil is when you take people's fears and you take people's belief system in the afterlife and a higher power and you use it you use it to push an agenda you use it to make yourself wealthy you use it you know to cuz they're not they they all have political they a lot of these pastors get either bought by the left or the right and they tell people how to vote mm. and they tell people how to do this so you are you're evil you're evil because if you're a, a real like a uh, speaker of the lord your whole purpose would be like teaching people about the Lord, teaching people how to be good people so that they can get into heaven. But they don't do that. They do that a little bit, but most of it is like, you better vote for Donald Trump because Joe Biden's the devil. Mm. 
or you better give us 10%. Because if you don't, mm, are you being greedy? God hates greedy people. You're, you, you're literally using people's fears to make yourself wealthy and to gain power. And to me, that's evil. Mm, yeah, but you know, you look at Walmart. Walmart's the same institution. <laughs> yeah, but there's a difference between church and Walmart. What's the difference? Walmart isn't selling me the afterlife. <laughs> Walmart is selling me a pair of jeans. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony, <laughs> you haven't been to the right sections of Walmart. Yeah. There's a guy at the back of Walmart, and he has, <laughs> he has promised me the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you haven't met Jake. He no. he hands out in the back of Walmart and I give him $10 every week and he's in the DVD section where no one goes cuz DVDs are obsolete. And he goes, "Sean, thank you for your for your tithe this week." That's funny. And he grabs my face. Like, "Thank you." <laughs> Should we get to a story and then head out? Let's do it. Can we do this? Do you have a passionate one? I think this Apple one is really funny. Okay. How about you do one and I'll do one? Okay, let's do, oh, uh, Yahoo, second to last one. Oh, yeah, this is, this is hilarious. Uh, the title is Short Kings Rise and Grind. Study says five, six men need to earn 175000 more a year to be as desirable as six-foot men. This is true. <laughs> is it true? How tall are you, Kabaza? Six-foot with shoes. With shoes? With shoes. Oh, man. I'm 6'8", ladies. I just... I'm, no, I'm... But where are these five, six men supposed to be getting jobs? The circus? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're almost like legally... Uh, I don't know. So, dude, I just... I mean, it's... it's it's The whole the whole title... I mean, dude, this whole title... This whole article is just fucking okay. clickbait bullshit. A man who is 5'6". This is a tweet. So some needs to earn. It's a University of Chicago study. Okay, go. A six-two man can earn thirty thousand dollars less than a six-foot man, and be viewed as equally desirable. Holy shit! Dude, the thing is, no, they're I fucking a lot of these studies are fucking bullshit because they speak so authoritatively, dude. Look at the look at how authoritatively they're speaking. Three, a six-two man can earn. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, how are you measuring what desirability is? <laughs> yeah, you don't have. Also, to- that's funny. Like, you're uh, you're married to to a woman. You know, you're married to a woman. She's like, hey, I think you need to get a better job because like the bills just isn't cutting it. And he just goes, uh-uh, I'm six foot two. If you look at the chart, if you look at the hey, chart, bitch. <laughs> hey, bitch. Does you look at the chart? I'm desirable. You desire me because of my height. It's so so on this chart. Yeah, but we need more money. We're about to lose the house. I don't care. I'm six foot two. Have you told him how tall I am? Call the bank. Get get yeah. the Wells get Wells Fargo on the phone. Hey bank, I need thirty thousand dollars. How tall are you? Six two. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no. Well, like this, the banker's like, like, hey, hey, sir, I'm sorry, but like, you're two, you're two months behind on your mortgage. We're gonna have to take the house. No, 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 no. I'm six two. Oh, I'll give you another month. <laughs> you have, you can live, dude. How do you feel about this whole height? We should talk about this. Like, uh, how do you feel about uh, like both are six two, right? I'm We're both tall. We buy yeah. a six one. So let's just say six two for it. So you're both six two, right? Yeah. yeah. So when you guys date a girl, is one of the things she likes about you? Does she say, "I like that you're tall"? Has uh, she ever been told that? Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's been joke, joking, jokingly. They've been like, "Oh, you're really tall." 
And that's the only reason I'm with you. <laughs> I've had comments. I've I've had comments where I like people like I was friends with on social media, and then we meet like comics and stuff, and then they're like, like you're a lot taller than yeah, I yeah, you're a lot taller than I thought, and it like I think it ch- does change people's perception. It does. Like uh, what's Bo Burnham six five? Yeah, more like Tolly Casillas. <laughs> <laughs> If I was white or black, I'd be I'm six sorry. four. I'm calling the cops. That, that was you should kill me You'd for be that six one. Four? Six foot for a Mexican, six four if I was white or black, probably. Yeah. Dude, okay. I here's the thing. When uh when guys, when short men get mad because they think they're like oppressed. They are. Because uh because women don't want them and they don't get good jobs because of their height. Yeah. When they say all that stuff, I'm like, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> you know? I look down, I, I pat him on the head, and I say, hey there, buddy. Hey, should have had more milk when you were young, idiot. Hey, didn't you hear about the milk? Dude, the man, milk thing? It is weird. It is weird. I've, Being? I'm, I'm taller than, I, I started getting taller than my dad, and like when he would yell at me, he would like look up and yell at me, and I'd be like, calm down. <laughs> calm down, little man. There isn't, there's, let, I mean, like all these things can be true at once. There's an evolutionary, uh, I think, dynamic going on. Yeah, where being tall, like being Gabby, tall yeah. is an evolutionary advantage, physical advantage. That's true. But also, I don't think, I don't think, whatever. If you're gay, who gives a fuck? Gay, straight, whatever. I don't think being being some people are attracted to height, and some people it doesn't matter. Yeah. So why are we fucking complaining about our heights? Also, the study. But I mean, I'm by. I'm six three. One hundred and sixty thousand dollars more. That just seems like a lot of money for someone who's five six. Dude, that's a study that was created. That seems like a lot of money. No, that just seems like a lot to for a girl to be like. I would date you, but you got to stand what, on your wallet. Yeah, you asked me this. Yes, let's flip yeah. it around. Let's flip it around. If you, so, how tall are you? Six one and a half. Almost okay, six, two. you meet the love of your life. Yeah, but she's six five. How much more money does she need to make? Or does it opposite? Like if she's taller, does she have to make less money? Yeah, if she's taller. She's ego? in the WNBA and she's making a lot less money. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Brittany Griner proposes to you. Okay. What are you saying? Yes. I don't mind. Dude, honestly, height is not a big issue for me. Honestly, I would date a girl that's taller than me. You would? Yeah. To me, it's not that, uh, to me, it's not that big of an issue. I feel like people really exaggerate how mu- how important it is. No, but dude, I, for a lot of people, it is like, dude. I've never met anyone that's actually like, if you're a short, fuck on, you. People lie about their height on dating apps. People, right, but is there men, truth behind that? Men get shoes, platform shoes now, to look taller. Yeah, but that's like this fucking bullshit dating culture, dude. If you want to go around and fucking hook up, that's maybe for hookup culture, height matters a lot more. But if you're looking to be in a long-term relationship with someone, I don't. I just don't see hype. It's the first thing you notice. It's so if it's notice. a group of dudes staying next to each other, one guy's six three, one guy's five eight. Like for example, okay, I was called the little oh Roman and his little friend. Well, my friend was six four. Mm-hmm. I'm six foot. The people wow, calling me the little foot. the little friend mm-hmm. were five eight. But it's just like in comparison, I'm like, I'm taller than you, fucker. Like, what are you talking about? But that's the first thing you notice from far away is height. Now, if I'm standing next to somebody who's five eight, now I'm the bigger dude. You know what I mean? And I, I, I agree. Like at There's first, nothing, uh, at first, it's like a, it's the 
like Josh said, it's the first thing you notice. But I think, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, if you're looking for like a real relationship, it's about like the personality and about that. Yeah, I think people get so caught up with height. It's like height, and it's like it's also, I. But it's, I. But I. If you're like four eight, I'm not dating you. Yeah, but dude, Tom Cruise is short, and he, when he's in scenes, like it's across from his, like an, an actress, they they literally put him on boxes, Apple mm-hmm. boxes, to make him look taller. It's a weird people. Just it's a judgy world. There is something there's a about, lot of judgment. No, there's something about if you're smaller than a girl, you're not as manly. It's like, who gives a shit? Also, yeah, it's like, you look at fucking, uh, who's another like short guy, a short king? Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. Yeah, but Kevin Hart has had to, look at him, he's so short, he literally had to become the number one movie star in America. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's like that? It's like that? He literally has to get sponsored by like Nike, he has to get... All these movies, he has to buy all these companies because he's five four. Would you Look vote? Look at Joe Rogan. Yeah, short kings. It's kind of true. They he's not even short. He's five eight. No, he's shorter than that. No, I looked. I looked up his height the other day. He's five eight. But like in real life, if you see him, he looks. You know what? Probably because he's super stocky. Yeah. Mm. But like, I'm just saying. It's like, I I do think there is a pressure for shorter guys to be like, fuck it. I guess. Yeah, I get it. If I was short, I'd probably be a lot more successful and, but it and does. powerful. I, I I don't know. Could you date a girl that's taller than you? Honestly. How much taller? Well, a good amount. Do I love her? Yeah. yeah. Six five. It's her. This chick. She's six five with heels. With heels. Mm, I don't like the the, the bedspread. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like her taste. Okay. No, I, I probably I don't know. It's hard or to go say. Go up, go up real quick. Go up that picture. Uh, let's go, no go down a little bit. Yeah, that picture right there. Could you do that? Uh, you know what? Nah. Nope. No. No. Nah. No, actually, I could because the sex would be a lot easier if you're the same height. Why would it? Or if you're, she's a little taller. Why would it be easier? Fucking a short chick's harder. For the, it's like you can't kiss. You got to tippy toe to kiss her. Yeah, now you have to tippy toe. It would be weird having sex with a chick that's taller than you. Yeah. I don't have ever done that. It'd be like it would be like having sex it, with a mammoth. It, that would, I'm trying to think like that would be kind of weird. The yeah. only thing that would bother me would be if she had huge feet too, and then she's rubbing her feet and they're bigger than mine. Then I got a issue with that. You can be taller, you just gotta have smaller feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigger, big feet having bitch. She's like, go ahead, babe. You can wear my running shoes. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next question. Bigfoot. Would you fuck Bigfoot? <laughs> yes. I'm more of a Yeti guy. Um, (laughs) Should we talk about this Apple thing? Yeah, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, This is for all uh, at the the very bottom link. So you know, as you (coughs) as you may know, we're we're very on the left, and we're very pro union on this podcast. We love unions. Yeah. And I'm just very excited that uh, another union has been created. Um, 
if you well, if you could just go up to the uh, title. Uh, so Apple workers launched petition over company's reported return to office plan. So basically, a lot of people work a lot of people working from home these days, mm-hmm. um, including a lot of corporate employees at Apple and a lot of other big tech companies. And um, the the Apple corporate people working at home are being finally having to go back to work in the office and they don't want to go back to work. (laughs) (laughs) They don't even want to go in. They don't even want to go in three days a week. Yeah. And so what happened is all these Apple corporate workers are thinking of starting a union because they're oppressed, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, like I I know a lot of like, you know, they make like $200,000 a year, 401k health benefits, Beautiful penthouse apartment yeah. near downtown. Also being subjugated to labor unlawful labor laws I just, by Apple. I love that. I love they're like, we gotta start a union. And they're like, what cut like why? Were they like not giving you guys lunch breaks? Were you like getting overworked? Were you, you know, was your schedule hard? And they're like, no. They wanted me to go to this nice air conditioned building. <laughs> Three days a week. <laughs> you you know the you know the big Apple spaceship that's bigger than the Pentagon, <laughs> and I have free unlimited meals. Yeah. They wanted me to go there three days a week: Monday, <laughs> Tuesdays, Thursday, and the third day of my choice. <laughs> and I have twenty four days paid off. What? I have cats. Uh, if I you- have cats. Does Tim Cook give a shit about my cat? I have two cats that are allergic. What if my cat has an allergic reaction? I have a short boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And when I'm gone, he gets scared. He gets scared in this big, big world. I have a... I am pretending to be a woman. (laughs) And I have an entire fake relationship with an NBA, NFL star. Yeah. NBA. And I can't be, I need, I need my space to do my lady voice. What if he calls? (laughs) Yeah. What if he calls? I can't do my lady voice at the office. I got to do it in my bedroom. People ask questions. With my pants down. Tim Cook, do you even give a fuck about my scam? (laughs) (laughs) Go down. uh, So it's, anyway, um, just a quick little, little um, uh, soundbite here. Apple CEO Tim Cook reportedly issued a memo saying workers in the SF Bay area would be expected to report to the office three days a week starting September 5th. Boo hoo. Well, employees will be expected to be in the office Tuesdays and Thursdays, as well as a third day to be determined by individual teams. Does this not, is this not a part-time job? This is full-time. Going, going to the office three days a week. And so there's a petition. If you go down more, um, if you, I want to find this, uh, keep going down. They're like, Oh, uh, go up real quick. It was up. They, Cause they talk about, um, go down, down, down a little bit. Uh, for the past two years, Apple's formerly office based employees have performed ex- office based employees, keyword corporate and you get paid. Well, yeah. Office based employees, corporate paid well. Exceptional work, flexible flexibility, both outside and inside traditional office environments. The petition says, however, Apple leadership recently announced they require a general return to office starting a week of September 5th, Labor Day. 
This uniform mandate from senior leadership does not consider the unique demands of each job role, nor the diversity of the individual. The position agrees. The diversity of the individual? You mean rich, college-educated? <laughs> Those asking for more fle- flexible arrangement, More flexible than three days a week? It's, Dude, there are bitching m- about- millions of people that would kill for three days a week. Uh, millions of people kill for a fucking job at Apple. Yeah. This part's the craziest part. Those asking for more flexible arrangements have many compelling reasons and circumstances from disabilities, visible or not, family care, safety, health, and envir- environmental concerns, financial considerations, to just plain being happier and more productive. They're, co- they're co-opting real things like mental health, disabilities. Yeah. You know who has to worry about wor- working with a disability? People at Amazon, at the Amazon warehouse. Yeah. Doing 14-hour hey, shifts. Or, hey, the, you know who they don't care about? Their mental disability? Are the factory workers that were jumping out of the f- Apple factory killing themselves. Yeah, yes. They didn't give a shit about their disability. It's crazy, dude. It is. No, and it's a, it's a, it's. It's rich people, it's rich, comfortable people being like, they got comfortable. And I'm not like, I'm happy that you got that job. Like, good for you. But like, to 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 act like you're, you like you deserve more. They're they're in so it's 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 crazy how entitled they are. You know. And it's like my thing is my thing. You're is, gonna start a union. You're the you're the un, you're the oppressor. Yeah. You're creating the things that. Like Apple retail workers, they should get a union. Also, I bet you all these people were probably very anti-union for the longest time. Oh, yeah. Anti-union, like fucking unions don't do anything. The retail workers, the genius bar people are fucking idiots. Yeah. I, that that conversation has definitely happened. No, to me, it's, it's, it's crazy. I Dude, I think, I don't know. I think I think COVID has taught like a lot of companies. Oh, you don't have to come in every day and all this. A lot of work can be done from home, which is good. I think it's good. But if, dude, if a company's paying you money and they want you to come in the office, you have the choice. You either do it or you quit and get a new job. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's right. Like, Am I wrong about well, that? Is I, it- I think it's yeah. I think it depends on like. Uh, I think it depends on like how much like the uh, it's it depends on the situation, like if for the for these people we're talking about like soft s- this is crazy software engineers at Apple want to unionize. Mm-hmm. These people make with stock options they make three four hundred thousand dollars a year. You don't need a union, but you know yeah. And so if if if, if Apple wants you to come in three days a week, dude, I would then t- you don't you don't get to bitch about that. You quit. I agree, but then if you're like getting, if you're paying, getting paid minimum wage at Starbucks, you you have no choice. Then I think you can. It's I think it makes more sense. No, to I flex, think flex I think it. I think if you are, I don't know, an hourly worker where it's like you don't really have benefits, you don't have all this. I want those people to unionize. So you know where, because dude, you work in you work in retail and all this. These companies will fuck you over because they have this idea of, hey, if you don't follow our guidelines, fuck you, we're gonna fire you, and we'll just get someone else. Yeah, and you're and not you're, you're immediately and you're replaceable, not, and you're not making a lot of money. And it's like I get the uni- unionization so you can get benefits. So if you're sick, 
you know, and you're out for four days because you're actually sick. They can't just fire you. I think that's important. Because, dude, I, I remember, dude, working fast food in the food industry, in the food industry, where you're like, I'm sick. And they're like, if you don't come in today, you're fired. So I have a cold and I'm touching people's food. I have a runny nose and I'm like cleaning my snot with my arm while making a fucking chicken sandwich. Wow. <laughs> but it's it's like that. I know that, but I was going to go get Wendy's after this. I don't want, I don't no, want but no. dude, you look back there. You would have like grease scabs, just scabs picking off. Because you can't, you they don't give you the time off. You get fucking a burn, you put a Band-Aid. And oh, well, the Band-Aid fell in the fryer. Ooh, I guess we'll clean it out at the end of the day. Wow. But, that's, dude, that is, that's, that's yeah. why I agree with you on that aspect where it's like, for those people, they need unions. Well, you know what's tough is uh, in the con- in the situations you're describing, if you feel that way and then you talk to your coworker like, hey, man, like, we should unionize. And he's like, oh, meth. It's like, yeah, like, let's not just union. Like, let's start. Let's start a religion. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, like, no, union for more rights. Yeah. More pay. Yeah. And, like. Let's get a bunch of people to donate money to us too. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> Dude, I remember I, I worked uh, for a bigger company. I worked for a jewelry company. I won't say their name, uh, but yeah, I was working with like a high, high up lady who she'd just be like, "Yeah, you can just do the work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You can just work all weekend." And then you listen, and she's on the phone like, "I'm so excited for my trip to Cabo." It's like, "Hey, I'm not gonna work this weekend." Like I work Monday through Friday, and be, and the reason the the job didn't get done was because of you. Because mm-hmm. I waited for you all day to bring in the product to take pictures of. Yeah. So I will start editing again Monday morning, when I'm gonna be waiting for you anyway. I'm not gonna. You're hourly, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I was day rate, but still, okay. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not going to waste my weekend. Cause, cause you fucked up. Well, I mean, that's why, dude, the, when people get start to be salaried, that's where it gets very pernicious and very, like, manipulative. Because mm-hmm. the salary is an un, unlimited salary to get your work done on your, get your work done. So they just keep upping it and upping it and fucking, that's and why I people burn it, out. It's kind but, of nice of them. Hey, we just need you to come in three days a week. I know. Because I get it. I get it as a company where it's like. Three weeks, three days a week's great. It's kind of great. Hey, you chose, you don't get to go work for Apple and live in Hawaii. Sorry. You chose the wrong job. Sorry. Find a job. There's probably so many jobs where you could just. Hey, get a real job like talking into a microphone for an hour a week. <laughs> get a real fucking job. No one wants to work I wish, anymore. I wish comedians could unionize, but that wouldn't be good. It, no, we'll never. We can't. Which it's probably good that we'll never unionize. Yeah, there's a lot of crazies. If, if fast food restaurant workers unionize, would that make burgers like $15, mm, They That's the threat. But yeah, it would because their profits would go down marginally. But to fix... Because these companies want these high, crazy profits. All these companies have had record profits. So yeah, the profits would go down, but they would still be making a killing. But for these sh- stockholders and the shareholders, that's not good enough. They want record profits, so they would up the prices so they can keep hitting those record profits. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, here's my here's my take on that. Like, when you um, you know, it's. I think economics is simultaneously a fake thing. What do you mean? Like the stud, like like 
It's like economic theory. Yeah. It's, it works in a vacuum, mm-hmm. like theoretical economics when you talk about supply and demand. I think it, it's, it makes sense on paper. But then you look at reality and it's very different. Yeah. So like, for example, when you're talking about a union, right? Um, what a union would create for a group of employees is what the capitalist would call above market pay. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if I can, if you can, if McDonald's creates a union, those employees, the, 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 all the people that work at those restaurants, if they get, if there's, at the mar- if the market rate is $15 an hour, they unionize and they get 20 then they're getting paid above market, right? That means they're getting paid more than they quote unquote should be mm-hmm. for their labor according to the market of the labor market. Mm-hmm. Because theoretically, McDonald's should be able to go to the to the next person and, and get them for 15. Yeah. But because the only reason they can't is because of something like a union. And so what would happen uh, is uh, what you're doing, and this is also kind of an interesting thing with the minimum wage too, uh, when you talk about like raising everyone's wage is what you're doing from an economic, and I know this is not me, my, not my belief, but for when, what the economist would say is when you create a minimum wage, say the minimum wage is like 25 above what the market rate is 15, what, what, what the corporations are willing to pay you. Mm-hmm. You've created what's called a floor, uh, uh, like a fixed price floor. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it creates, inef- quote, the economist would tell you it creates inefficiencies in the market because you're, you're, um, you're paying, you're, you're basically, um, and not only that, it would create uh, a, basically a black market for, uh, for the, for the, for the, for the, for the labor. Yeah. Same with meth, same with drugs that are illegal when it's illegal or when it's like uh, you put a, when you, when you try to restrict the price of something, that's not like the you create black markets and you create that's what the economists would say but i don't agree with and all and of they that. they would hire like illegal immigrants yeah or or exact or not just illegal immigrants but if they're pay if, people under the table and, cash and not and and, and, yeah. and felons it's, it's not just and that, in that sense it's not just the uh the corporation that's at fault it's it's kind of just if you just look at like the forces at play yeah if the minimum wage is 25 um i'm and I'm, I might come in and say, hey, I'll do it for 20. Yeah. Hey, fuck the government. I'll do it for 20 if you pay me under the table. And the corporation will be like, deal. And so that still happens regardless of what, what you, when you fix prices. Damn. So I don't know. It's, it's, a really, it's really complicated. I just, yeah. I think, yeah, but the minimum wage does need to rise in yeah, most I th- places. Yeah. It's weird, though, because, like, there is the there is the argument like some of these small towns, you know, like a diner in a small town can't pay fifteen twenty dollars because they don't make that much money, and to live in that small town you don't need that much money. So I think it should the minimum wage should be based off like the average income of like a city. So like if you're living in L.A. or in Austin, like it shouldn't be state based. It should literally be city or county. based. Oh yeah, dude. The idea of a federal minimum wage is fuck. It's, it's like dumb. so stupid. It because should be based in, on the cost live of living. If you live in, let's say, fucking somewhere in the the boonies of fucking Idaho, you don't need twenty five dollars an hour. Yeah. If you work at a gas station in the boonies of Idaho, that's pointless. You know, your apartment costs three hundred dollars a month. You don't need that much money because the profit isn't that high in that that area. 
But if you're living like in Austin or a Houston or a Dallas and LA, a bigger a Baltimore, they should be higher. Yeah, I mean, if you look at like comedians, there should be a maximum wage. Oh, comedians should be. But dude, the it should be ten dollars and and get the fuck out. You you get to pay your ten dollars and you. I think people don't know about comedians is the price for comedians uh, when it comes to opening and feature act has, not has stayed the same. So, dude, back in the eighties, the money that we that we're making now, like to feature, it's like five hundred bucks a weekend, right? You could live off of that. You could you could be a yeah. feature act and make a a full time living because your apartment cost two hundred dollars a month two fifty three hundred yeah because five hundred meant something back in the eighties and that's a lot of money back then it hasn't changed dude because you hear some of these older comics talk about yeah we do a gig make eight hundred bucks there you know you're set for two three months and I'm like eight hundred bucks you're set for two three months me it's like you're fucking set. That's your rent. Yeah, no, but then you you have to quantify flying or driving there. Yeah. So now that eight hundred turned to six hundred, and then food. So now it's five hundred. You know, it's like. What we're trying to say, guys, is vote for this Apple Union. Oh yeah, let's this see. This is very important. Let's see how much it would be compared to tonight. Two hundred and fifty percent inflation rate. The dollar has lost 72% of its value since 1980. So that means... Jesus if, Christ. If you made 500... Yeah, inflation's a little bit of a thing right now. $500 would be like... Uh, a thousand... Like, 1250. 1250. That's a... 250%. That's a big difference. Times 2.5. More than... That would be... Like 2.5 times 500 is... 500 plus 500 is 1,000. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. 200. Yeah, 12. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, yeah 12. My mental. That's crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. So back then, you could live, you know, you do one or two of those a, a month. You do two feature weekends a month. You're making, Not even including merch. Yeah, you're making 2,400 bucks a month. So if you're selling shirts, you usually you can make more money selling shirts than the and actual those are week. the good clubs. And yeah. those are the, the 500 is the good clubs. Yeah. Because you work some clubs and... We're talking a little in-shop comedy. You work some clubs, some of these B or C-level clubs, where you're for an entire weekend. They don't cover travel or anything. Entire weekend, you're making fucking 200 250 a, a weekend. And then they're like, but you can sell merch. But let's say the audience is light. They don't sell enough tickets. Fucking, you're fucked. And the manager of the club gets five minutes alone with you in a, in a dark room. Yeah. And you can't say no to anything. Yeah, dude. Average cost three hundred thirty seven. No, uh, that was twenty ten. It actually went down, so it was still expensive to fly. Yeah. So that's why I, I, every time I hear a road comic, they always drove across country. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you got to think gas is like a dollar. Mm. You know, it's still cheaper to f- drive now. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. The union, yeah, the unionization of Apple. These rich people, it's fucking crazy. I mean, you know. It's just this, dude, it's, once this it's, builds it's, into something no, big, I don't want our boys to use. No, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> that was so honest. <laughs> but it's Fuck crazy. That shit. <laughs> but it's like these people saw like Starbucks employees unionize, and they're like, you know what? Yes, exactly. We deserve it too. And it's like, hey, hey, hey. How about we let let's get the Starbucks, let's get that on lock, and let let's maybe from Starbucks maybe move to fast food workers, Walmart, yeah, Walmart, Amazon. The, you know, let's get these actual workers. Hey, if you can listen to the entire Doja Cat album while you do your job, <laughs> while you code, 
Yeah, if you have, if you be coding with one hand and have your dick in your other hand, yeah. you don't deserve a fucking <laughs> shut the fuck up. If your job is to create a button for Facebook, it's not even. <laughs> it's not even create the button. Hey, Jake, can you change the color of this button from turquoise to light turquoise, please? So what happens if it's a, a right to work state? Because then you can't unionize, correct? Uh, I believe in those states. You can. It's a. It's a consensual union. Yeah. It's so like the unions vote. have a lot less for a lot less uh, uh, power. Okay. Whereas I think with forced unionism is like if if a union is created, you have to go through you, the union. You, you and and you are working for the also company. The, you also, need to join the union. Also, some unions are kind of bullshit. Oh yeah. Because I I I've done union presidents. The acting union. What's it called? SAG. 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 Some unions, but some unions are crazy. Like I uh. I did a a theater in New York, and those are union workers. Mm-hmm. And literally, we were doing a mic check, and they're like, you have to be off the stage at 5 o'clock. Exactly at 5. Like, there's, like, hard cuts, and it was, like, 501. And, like, we were just standing on the stage just, like, looking around. And they were like, get off the stage. It's union policy. And you're just like... Okay, like they have to have a, a lights out from five to six, and then they have to have a lunch for like lunch break. Just like different, like just some unions, you know, they can just be lazy because the union protects them. So it's like you have to find a a nice balance. Yeah, I don't know. And that and that to me is you know a barista collapsing. <laughs> a good balance for me is on hour fifteen. When the barista's been working for 15 hours and they finally collapse. That's a good. Balance. That's when I'm like, okay, take a break. Yeah, that's You've like, been working hard. You work your butt off. Take 10 minutes. You get, you take your 10. Take your 10. Get some water. You don't. And get back to work. <laughs> and that's kind of what we're trying to say here today, people, is get back to work. Get back to work and get a fake girlfriend. Get back to work. Start a fake relationship <laughs> yeah. with a public figure. Get back to work making fake girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, maybe if if uh, you can find someone like Matt Zateo, you can be happy. But until then, um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. As always, uh, if you haven't yet, uh, leave us a review on Apple, YouTube, Spotify. It, it helps. It really does help, and I think we're getting into more people's like natural feeds. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, thank you to the new listeners that have found us recently on, on Facebook, TikTok, all that jazz. Uh, we're glad we, you like the show. Uh, we're very thrilled of the growth of the show and that people actually enjoy this because sometimes I listen back to it and I'm like, oh my god, how could people like this? So, I st- I mean, we st- after 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 we hit end record, yeah, on these episodes, we're like, wow, <laughs> wow, they literally let anybody do this. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I just want to say thank you. Um, I got some dates coming up. Uh, I'm gonna be in Boise, Idaho, opening up for Trevor Wallace. At the Egyptian Theater, two shows. There's a 7 o'clock and a 9 o'clock. And then um, Saturday, I'm going to be at the Mirage in Las Vegas. Fancy. Opening up for Trevor Wallace. And then the following weekend, I'll be with him in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. So if you're in that area and you would like to see me, I'm doing like a half-hour set. So you get to see like a long, fun set. Come out to those shows. Um, and Trevor's great as well. So even if you don't know him, He's a very yeah. Fun, I've seen the yeah. He's a very fun stand up. Yeah. So it's a great show. Um, can we, where where can people find you? Uh, comedian Tony C. Um, Sean Riley comedy on Instagram. One of my upcoming. I'm doing a 
going back to Caldwell, Texas coming up. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to be uh, shooting, shooting heroin up behind the oh. trailer in Caldwell, Texas <laughs> while Tony's at the Mirage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got some, uh, some local spots uh, coming up next week. Um, so uh, check them out on my Instagram. I'll be posting about them. What's your Instagram? And Sean Riley Comedy. And Joshy. Joshy. Uh, we out. should have this down. It's episode 33. <laughs> we really fucked this up. Check out Battle of the Sketches. It's coming back September 1st on Film Freeway. You can apply. It's going to be at the Vulcan uh, Comedy Club in Austin. And uh, it's our fifth year doing the film festival. So wow. go ahead and apply your, for your sketches. Fuck. Maybe we should send some to them. All right. <laughs> says I will never work for John. I will never. How is that working for me? You're submitting to a film festival. I'm not. I'm not submitting shit because you're gonna reject it. And my, you want to know if what it's my, bad. I have wanna, to. You want to know what my. You want to know what my films are. What. <laughs> It's sex. <laughs> That'd it's be me, hilarious. It's me having sex with a cantaloupe. I have I, people. <laughs> people have sent us pornos. Really? Yeah. There was one about a, a prostitute, and then does the whole thing, and it shows the porno at the very end. It's like she killed herself, and I was like, okay, Jeez. yeah. So I guess what we're trying to say is send porn to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> if you pay me to watch porn, that's fine. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.